0: Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are going to talk about something pretty simple and to the point. And I want to tell you why you need to quit listening to everything that the quote unquote experts tell you, or the quote unquote social scientists, or the quote unquote self proclaimed gurus. Okay. This podcast is not designed to bash any of these people. Most of these people who are sharing all of this data and science and information and recommendations with you have good intentions. Most of them spend a ton of time compiling data, doing research, checking out blog analytics and social analytics, Twitter analytics, and the list goes on. And they provide these predictions, they provide these averages, and they want to use their data to tell you what you should be doing with your business, with your brand, and with your audience online with social media. And yes, there is much value in data and analytics and understanding trends and how are people behaving and what are people doing online? What are they doing offline? How are they tapping into the power of these social networks. Who are they talking to? What are they talking about? When are they talking? And the list goes on. Am I making your head hurt already? Because I think mine is wanting to spend just trying to tell you all these things. But what I want to talk about today is why you can't get too caught up in what everybody else is telling you to do. You need to continue to read and listen and understand the data. I'm not telling you to not listen to industry analysts and read the reports, those types of things. But what I want you to do is listen, read it, watch it, learn it, and then apply it to your business because it's how you apply it to your business that matters. And what happens a lot of times is people find a report. Or they find a nugget of data. A lot of times it's just one piece of data and they grab onto that. So they'll, they'll read a statistic that says, you know, never post after 10 o'clock PM on Facebook because you will get low engagement as an example. And they may read this from some guru who is targeting an audience who is completely different than theirs. So they're reading a statistic. A lot of times they don't even know the source of that data. They don't understand the analysis that went into obtaining that data, what assumptions were made with that data, but they'll read a statistic. We see these types of things tweeted nonstop around Twitter or on Facebook, you know, with an image going around or LinkedIn, wherever it may be. And you'll see them kind of start to go viral while everybody starts talking about this data. And next thing you know, you see 20 other gurus now telling you not to post to Facebook after 10 o'clock. And I'm just making up this 10 o'clock thing right now. Okay. But you'll You'll see a whole bunch of other gurus saying, don't post it on Facebook after 10 o'clock. So what happens? Tens of th- hundreds of thousands of people start seeing this statistic and they start changing their behavior. But why are they changing their behavior? They probably couldn't tell you. They're not changing their behavior because they know that's what their audience actually wants wants what their audience actually does after 10 o'clock p.m. So today I want to give you just a couple examples from my business and my personal engagement online and personal success online and I'm going to share with you a couple examples of to where I have not listened to the gurus and why and I'm going to share with you why that has worked out for me. Number one example I want to tell you is that for years, there are some social scientists out there who said you should never post on the weekends, that weekends were a waste of time, that people are not looking at content for business on the weekends, and that your best bet is to do it, you know, early in the week and whatever day that may be, and just blow off the weekends. On the weekends, we should just be posting cat images and word puzzles and that type of thing, okay? So from the first day that I ever entered marketing, long before social media, I always knew I needed to get in the head of my audience. And I always have focused on understanding the behavior that my target audience is conducting, whether that be during the week or whether that be on a weekend. And so I target my marketing activities and tactics and strategies around the anticipated and understood behavior of my audience. So if I know that I want to reach them via a particular medium, that could be anything, that could be direct mail, that could be phone, that could be email, that could be social media, the list goes on. I'm going to want to contact them when I know to the best of my knowledge that they are going to potentially be exposed to that medium, whether that's TV, whether that's radio, whether that's email. We know I know a target audience segment. I know when do they have the highest chance of opening that email? If it is a doctor that's working the midnight shift, the time that they are looking at email is going to be different than a business leader that's waking up Monday through Friday to go to their job and drive into the office at a particular time and then leave at a particular time. So let's go back to this recommendation from these gurus that tell me I should not post content on the weekends. My target audience is a C-level executive down to a director-level decision maker. And that's for the majority of our services for our agency, the marketing nuts. Of course, we also have services for community managers and the do-it-yourselfers, the entrepreneurs, and the list goes on. But for right now, I want to talk about this executive and leadership decision maker. So let's think about the week and the day and the life of this corporate or small business decision maker. They wake up on Monday, they go to work or they stroll into their virtual office and they start their work week wherever they may be and they work. So they go from Monday to Friday and they are doing their job. They're following their dreams or corporate career, whatever it is they're doing. As it starts to hit Friday, what happens? I could go into a whole analysis right now on the type of content these people want Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, because I know what kind of content most of them want. But let's fast forward now to Thursday, Friday. Okay. So Thursday, Friday, their brain starts to hurt. So that's why you see me a lot of times on Thursday and Friday share a little bit more fluid content. My podcasts start to get a little bit slower on Thursdays and Fridays. You'll see more of my hard hitting business, how to, you know, data and analytics type of posts earlier in the week. There's a reason for that because people's brains start to hurt on Thursday and Friday. So they go into Thursday and Friday, On Friday, they sign out. They say, all right, I'm headed for my weekend. I'm gonna go hang out with my family. And they go and they turn off. But you wanna know what? Guess when their creative brains, many of these people start to churn. It happens on Friday night. It happens on Saturday morning. It happens on Saturday evening, Sunday all day and Sunday night. I have a ton of clients that from right when we first start Working together or even before they have the contract signed with us, I am getting emails and texts from them late at night on a Friday, early in the morning on a Saturday, and all through the weekend. And now remember, these gurus told me not to publish any content on a Saturday morning. It's wasted space and time. All I can tell you, my friends, is that data for my target audience is completely inaccurate. Why? Because my audience wants to be inspired all of the time. They don't want to just be inspired and educated Monday through Friday. Many of them look for inspiration Friday night, Saturday morning, and Sunday. So if I am only publishing information Monday through Friday, there's a good chance my business would not be where it is today because I can tell you many of the leads that we have gotten and closed and customers who have become customers for life found us on a Friday night or found us on a Saturday morning from a blog post that I published first thing on a Saturday. So there is one case study for you of why you cannot listen to everything that everybody tells you to do. And a good example of why you need to build your own strategy. You need to develop your own plan, set your own goals, and you need to make sure that That you know your audience and what they want from you better than anybody else. It's your audience, it's your business, and it's you that needs to connect with your audience. You need to figure out what your audience wants, what your potential customers want, what your community wants from you online and offline. How can you help them solve problems? And then you need to figure out how you are going to deliver that to them. One more quick other case study i want to share with you before we in this podcast today is around content for list type of posts. And this would be blog posts that come in the form of tips or ideas or ways to do things. This could be the top 10 reasons your blog is failing. I actually have a blog post on that or top 20 ways to grow your online community. You know, top 10 ways to build an employee brand advocacy program. And the list goes on. There are many gurus that will write blog posts telling you the top reasons why you should never use a list style blog post because they're overrated, they're overused, and all the gurus are tired of them. Okay. I have had people send me tweets that tell me, you really should quit using all of your list post blog posts. And they're usually coming from a competitor. You know, I may go look at their blog site and say, okay, let's go see how your blog is doing. You can easily go check out alexa.com and just compare traffic and rankings for free with other blogs and websites that you may be competing against, for example. So usually I'll go check out their blog on some of these competitive search things and find that they have a dismal traffic, but yet they're telling me how I should post to my blog, how I should post content for my audience. Little do they know that those list posts that I'm posting are driving a ton of traffic to my blog. And guess what? It's not just traffic that they're driving. It is leads that I am converting. So it is people who are opting into our email list. We have tripled our email list in the past nine months by utilizing social media, fixing some of our conversion forms, and really pumping out some amazing, high-quality content and also focusing on increased quantity. That's why we're doing things like this podcast. And when I think of my target audience, they have very limited time. So they don't always have time to read a paragraph after paragraph after paragraph of content that is not easy for them to absorb and understand. They like to be able to look at content and see it in a flow, which is for my audience why some of the list posts that are numbered work for them because it puts it into bite-sized buckets of content and description and tactics and tools and whatever it is, tips and strategies. That they can digest, that they can nibble on when they have time, that they can chew up into pieces, that they can print out. People have told me that they have printed my lists. I have professors from universities and MBA programs, for example, that have made posters out of some of my content. So, what do you think that I think of the quote unquote gurus and scientists who are telling me that I shouldn't post? blog content in list form. What do you think I do about that? I'll tell you right now what I do about it. I laugh. So when they send me those tweets online or they tell me whatever they tell me through LinkedIn or wherever it may be, I kind of just laugh it off. And I say, you know what? Thank you so much for the information. Have a great day. You know, Good luck on whatever it is you're doing because all I know is what I am doing is working. So the purpose of this podcast today is was simply just to inspire you to quit listening to the gurus too much. Quit spending your entire day reading what everybody else is doing and studying your competition all day. I think there really is a lot of over analysis, analysis paralysis that's going on with people following, copying, and paying way too much attention to your competition you need to focus more on your audience, on your customers, on your community. And it's the ABC, always be caring, spend more time caring and nurturing the relationships within your community and within your online audiences and bringing people closer to your brand more time there than worrying about what everybody else is doing, than worrying about what all your competition is tweeting and Facebooking and blogging about and posting to LinkedIn 24 hours a day. Take that same time and focus on your audience and focus on how you can inspire your audience to connect with you with a goal of helping them achieve their goals so that you will achieve your goals by default because they will be one in the same. So I thank you for your time today. I know your time is valuable and so very limited. I hope that this podcast has helped you and be sure to check out our resources at socialzoomfactor.com. I have a ton of content around these types of topics and you can get the show notes page for this particular podcast and I will link to some relevant resources for you. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com 65 because this is episode 65. Thanks again and have an amazing week. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.